to a Fork on the Road show live from the fabulous food show right here in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland! We have a great show lined up for you today. That's right. We got the cake boss, Buddy Velastro, is going to be on the show today. We've got the world food champion. We'll Lauren explain. Hill. Lauren Hill's going to yeah, be on the show exciting. today. Today. And we also have someone from uh, really close to Cleveland, Tracy Murphy, who won the tickets over here. She's been coming for about eight years. She's also going to join us today. Our special guest, she's been coming to the show. She won our national competition. If you follow me on Twitter, which is at Mark DiCarlo, we had a competition to send in your funniest travel videos or photographs. Tracy sent us a really hilarious one of her and her mother in a barrel going over Niagara Niagara Falls. Falls. And uh, she got almost 100, uh, over 100 retweets and likes. So she won the contest. She's going to be here. And um, we're going to find out why she got into a barrel and how come she's been coming to this fabulous food show the last nine years in a row. So let's have some fun, shall we, baby? Let's go for it. All right. Uh, So we're happy to be back here in Cleveland. We were here last year. We had a great time. It's great to see a nice full crowd here. When you travel around the country, as we do, and people start talking about great food cities, rarely do they mention Cleveland, and I don't think that's fair. Well, Cleveland has incredible food, and it's, it's you know, up-and-coming city, and it has great chefs like Michael Simon, and uh, I don't know why they don't mention it as often. I know we've mentioned it, because we've been here before, and we know about Cleveland's right. food. It's kind of like a, a quiet little secret. You know, people... Time to let the 20, secret out. 20, 30 years ago, the lake caught fire. Cleveland was the butt of a joke for a long time. That is over. This is a great, fantastic city. We've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there. There's great museums and some incredible, really fantastic food. And that's what we're all about here from the Fabulous Food Show. But I think a lot of America doesn't understand all the cool things that Cleveland has to offer. So we've written a Cleveland quiz. We're going to pull two of you out of the audience. We're going to give you a Cleveland quiz. Whoever gets the most answers right is going to win this fabulous gift basket from the good folks at Discount Drug Mart. Sadly, it's not a bunch of discount drugs. It's a bunch of delicious food, wine, cheese, olive oil, several hundred dollars worth of delicious stuff. So now we need two people who think that they know a lot about Cleveland. What is your name, miss? Sarah, Sarah. come on up stage here. Why don't you join her with the microphone, baby? And one other person. You're, you're pimping him up? Pimping him. All right, what is your name, sir? Roland. Come on up here, Roland. Uh, is that the World Wrestling Federation logo? No. you got to put Wonder that close Woman. to your mouth. you got to put it. Oh, no, it's Wonder Woman. Okay. Are you a Wonder Woman fan? Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Come on down. What makes you think you know a lot about Cleveland? I, I'm born and raised. Uh, you know, I grew up working at the West Side Market. I've lived all around Cleveland. You know? Okay. All right. Very nice. So we have a hometown girl. Roland, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was originally born in Germany, but we came here when I was five years old and know a lot about the east side, the west side, and the suburbs. Wonderful. All right, you know what, Roland, stand next to... Come over here. Two of you right... Sarah and Roland. All right, I'm going to read the first one. Yanni will read the second one. Okay. Ready? Superman was created in Cleveland or in Krypton? Cleveland. Cleveland. Sarah. Cleveland. That is correct. (laughs) For extra points, can you tell me one or two of the people that created him? The artist and the writer. Oh, goodness. I don't know. <laughs> Roland? Anybody? 
Uh, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Number two, hot in Cleveland. One, is it a reality TV show about menopausal women starring Wendy Williams? Or two, a sitcom celebrating women in Cleveland? Cleveland. Cleveland. Roland. Uh, Roland? Two. Two, you're correct. Correct, one for Roland. sitcom. All right, question number three. Who sells more tickets, the Cleveland Browns or the Cleveland Steamers? Cleveland. Yes. The Browns. That's correct. (laughs) So glad I didn't have to ask that question. (laughs) I don't even think the Cleveland Steamers are a real team. Go ahead. Question number four. Originally, the IX Center was built to be, one, a tank plant. Cleveland. Roland? True. Yes, a tank plant. You got it. That's correct. The other choice was a pool in the summer and an ice rink in the winter. All right. Which phrase was coined in Cleveland? Tuck and roll or rock and roll? Cleveland. Cleveland. Roland. Roland. Rock and roll. Who coined it? Alan Freed. Correct. Alan Freed. For extra credit, who knows the call letters of his station? Ooh. Yes, WJW. Yes. Very good, sir. You don't get credit for that, Roland, because your lips didn't move. <laughs> Number six. Don King or Don Shula? Which one is from Cleveland? Cleveland. Cleveland. Roland. Roland. Don Shula. Don Trick. Shula is correct. Yes. Actually, this is a trick question. I know it is. Don King is as well. Yes, you're right. Cleveland is the first city to deliver milk or mail? Mail. Oh, I'm sorry, Cleveland. <laughs> Roland. Mail. Mail is correct. Yes. Wow. I saw Sarah Ooh. thinking about that. All right, Sarah, it's six for Roland, two for Sarah. You got to pick up the Sarah, case here, Sarah. Come on, Sarah. You have the shirt. Come Go on, ahead, Sarah. Jenny. Question number eight. First city to invent... Lifesavers or Lifesavers candy? Cleveland. Sarah. Sarah. Lifesavers. No. No. Oh. Lifesavers candy. All right. Nobody gets a point for that one. Cleveland was voted the 2015 best beer city in America by Condé Nast Traveler. Is it the first city in the world to be fully lit by electricity or just fully lit? Cleveland. Roland. Fully lit by electricity. Correct. Very good. Last question. Number 10, which witch is from Cleveland? Glenda the Good Witch or Wicked Witch of the West? Cleveland. Roland. The Good Witch. No. No. Sarah. Good guess, though. They're both witches. The Wicked Witch of the West. Correct. Uh, I will give you two extra points if you can tell me the woman's name who played her in the movie. No help. (laughs) I have no idea. Oh, anybody? (laughs) Margaret Hamilton is correct. With a score of seven to three, Roland, you are the winner! Roland, congratulations! Congratulations, good try, Sarah, you did a good job. Thank you very much. Good job, Roland. Let me give you your basket. Great shirt, though. (laughs) I hope you can carry it. Oh, there you go. go. This is from the good folks at the Discount Drug Store, Discount Drug Market. Thank you, Roland. Give Roland a hand, ladies and gentlemen. For the last month, we've been running a contest to give away a trip to the Fabulous Food Show here. It was open to anyone in the continental United States. All you had to do is tweet us at uh, markdecarla.com with your funniest travel video or photograph. We have our winner. She's our first guest today. She is from Syracuse, New York, and this is her ninth consecutive time coming to the Fabulous Food Show in Cleveland. 
Please welcome the biggest fabulous food show fan in America. It is Tracy, Tracy Murphy. Murphy. Come on out, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Come on in. Hi, nice to meet you. Congratulations. Sit down. Okay, come on in. Come on this way. Sit right in the middle there. Hold that right up to your mouth so we can talk to you. First of all, congratulations for winning the contest. Thank you. So this is your ninth consecutive Fabulous Food Show? It is. It is. I take my vacation every year, and I come to Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Why? Yeah! <laughs> there is so Explain much. Explain to people what there is about Cleveland that you love. It's an amazing city. There's great food. There's great people. Everybody's warm and welcoming, and there's so much to do. And you don't live here in Cleveland, right? You I live in do New York? not. I live in Syracuse, New York. I travel. It's about five and a half, five and a half hours, five if I get a speeding ticket like every I did this year. time. Every year for nine every years. Year. Now, tell us about your mom, and tell us about the funny photo that uh, got you here. My mom is 87, and we traveled together for quite a few years, and she's got such an energy, and she loves life, and... We were in Niagara Falls, and we went to the Ripley's Museum, and there was a photographer there, and they had a barrel, a picture where people could go in, and they would take your picture in a barrel going over the falls. And we were looking, and there were all these pictures with people smiling and laughing, and we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, we wouldn't look like that if we were going (laughs) over the falls. So we did one of the fearful looks and they shot the picture. Look right in this camera and show me the scary look. That's good. (laughs) So you weren't actually going over the falls in a barrel. You faked it. I thought you were actually in the barrel going over the falls. Uh, Through the magic of cameras, no, unfortunately. There we go. (laughs) Bertman's Ballpark Mustard. That is delicious. Uh, Michael Simon says that's his favorite mustard in the world. What makes it so good? It's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a secret recipe. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had Bertman's mustard? I have had Bertman's mustard. Have you ever done a shot of Bertman's mustard? I've never done a shot of Bertman's mustard. Oh, well, then you're in the right place at the right time, Tracy. He's known for this. All right, I'm game for anything. No, no, sit down. Sit down. You're going to lean your head back just to show you. Um, that it is should we fresh. get a cup? No, no, I'm going to do a that. shot right into her mouth. Right? Is that okay? That's fine. All I'm right. game. All right. over the falls. I'm so. going to give you, let's get tight on this. I'm going to lean your head back. All right, ready? Here we go. Okay. Oh. What's it taste like? It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Very spicy. You are so much fun. Look at that. Mm. It is. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm a big mustard fan. I am so glad your aim is great. <laughs> oh, now I got a mustard buzz going on. That yeah. is so wild, man. So you've been you've been um, you've been here nine years in a row. A lot of famous chefs and people come here. Who's the the best live performance you've seen so far? Oh, that's a tough question. <coughs> Michael Simon is always a lot of fun. Yeah. Does a really good show. It's always different. He's going to be on our show later on yeah. today. Okay. Tyler Florence last year did an amazing job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I just saw Aron Sanchez. He was fantastic. And do you ever see these recipes and then go home and try them yourself? I do. I actually, the first year, one of the first years I came, Michael Simon did a pork roast with a spice rub. And I went home and I actually fixed that as Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. 
Would you ever consider competing in a cooking contest or anything? I've done a couple cooking contests. I actually, there's a state fair cooking contest for burgers back in New York. Oh, wow. And I've done that two years in a row and got best use of, most dynamic use of cheese. (laughs) It's New York State. What did you do that was so dynamic? (laughs) I actually did a fondue burger. I made a fondue and dipped the burger in the fondue. Ooh, that's pretty clever. Yummy. Um, our next guest is the World, World Food, Food Champion. Champion. Ooh. There's a competition in Kissimmee, Florida every year. It's called the World Food Championships, and it competes. It allows chefs from all walks of life, barbecue, burgers, desserts, uh, anything you can think of that people cook competitively, all compete against each other. Mm-hmm. And this man, our next guest, is the current reigning 2015 World Food Champion. We're going to bring him out here. Maybe he can give you some tips, and maybe next year you will be the World Food Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the World Food Champion for 2015, Mr. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Hi. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. How are you? (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, here, first of all, tell us about what the World Food Championship is, and then maybe we can give her some tips. Well, the, the, the World Food Championship is uh, basically there's 1,100 people that try to qualify for this contest each and every year. Uh-huh. There's 300 that make the final cut. Wow. So we went to Kissimmee, Florida a week ago, actually a week and a half ago, and there was 38 competitions in nine different categories. Wow. And what were the nine categories? Do you remember? Well, I'll try to remember them all, but I, I probably forget a few. There's always one with bacon. There's got to be bacon. There there is a bacon category. There's a pasta category, uh, seafood category, uh, burger category, uh, chili chili category, barbecue. And all of these categories essentially compete against each other. That is correct. Is there a system that's used to judge them all kind of on an equal footing? What's it called? Yeah, actually each, each one of the... The categories competes amongst themselves to determine a grand champion. So there'll be a sandwich champion, right. and a bacon champion, and a barbecue right. champion. And, and that champion, that, that ultimate champion ends up on a final table with the nine. And it's called the EAT judging system. And how does that work? Well, I mean, basically they, they, charge, they, they judge it on execution, appearance, and tenderness. EAT. EAT. Uh-huh. All right, Tracy, of those nine... Uh categories, which one do you think you would fare the best in? I think I'd bring my burger. The burger? Oh, the fondue burger. Oh, yeah. Don't tell the recipe yet. Not no. yet. Did you hear her description of the fondue burger, Lauren? No, I did not. T- tell them again. You tell me how you think it would do. Okay, so it's actually beer and Gruyere cheese, Swiss like cheese. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Make a fondue and dip the burger in it, and then you top the burger with some pickled onions and Thing some mushrooms, mustard, wow. and mustard, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it would probably be delicious with Bertman Ballpark mustard. Sure, it would. Well, Why wouldn't it be? It's great alone. Gonna... Why wouldn't it be good on a burger? How do you think that would do? What, what won the burger category this year? Do you recall? I do not recall because we were so busy cooking our barbecue turn-in, we didn't have a time to walk around and check out the yeah. other. And actually, burger was the first one judged, so we were still back 
back in the kitchen preparing our turn-in dish. And this is this is a, a, a spectator event, folks. You can go to uh, you can go to worldfoodchampionship.com and find out the next World Championships is going to be in November of uh, 2016. But people come and show up. The the venue is two football fields big, and people sit and watch cooking. Right? They watch them cook the burger. It's like. Uh, and you're all going to want to go because wait until you hear about the prices. Yeah, how much did you win? Well, in a matter of four days, we won one hundred and ten thousand. Get out of here! No, just for cooking. <laughs> just for cooking, and Doesn't we're just the average Joe off the street. Show up. And you're, you are not a professional chef. You and your wife just do this together. Yeah, that is correct. The team consists of myself and my wife, who's out here in the audience somewhere. There she is right there. And believe me, I couldn't do it without her, but she works full-time. I own a business, and it's it's a weekend hobby. Let's talk about working with your wife, because it can be challenging. (laughs) Oh, it it, it can. Yenny and I travel all over the country, and we do our show, and sometimes uh, you can butt... Is there a secret sentence that you say to keep the peace when things get sketchy? Oh, yes. not necessarily. It's yes, honey. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. That's a very good one. But, you know, when, when we're in the middle of a competition, she's got her things to do. I do my things. And we don't communicate a whole lot at that point in time because we're both busy. So that's the secret to a good marriage. Don't communicate. <laughs> don't talk. No hand signals. Nothing. And how long have you been married? Uh, we've been married actually five years. Oh, all right. That's good. We've been married yeah. almost three years. So yeah. in a couple of days it's going to be a whole three years <laughs> together for awesome. eight. Together for eight. <laughs> Don't hate. We're, you, you, before you get to fifty years, you have to be at three. But so that is the key, right? Don't communicate. Anyone been married here like forty years? Forty years, man. 40. How old? Fifty-one. Wow. That now that is something to applaud. Anybody longer than that? And do you nope. still speak? You and your spouse speak to each other? <laughs> a little bit? Where is he now? <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't care where he is. Where is he now? He's home. <laughs> See, I was just joking, but evidently that is the secret. Don't travel together. Don't do anything together. And for God's sake, don't communicate. <laughs> I'm glad we learned this now, baby. Right? What? Don't talk to me. Okay. Uh, are you going to compete again next year? Oh, you betcha. I got an automatic entry for the next five, and I'm sure we'll be there every one of those five going for that $110,000 again. Wow, that is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, how about a big hand for Lauren Hill, the world food champion for 2015. Thank you so much, Lauren. And how about our big guest, Tracy Murphy, all the way from Syracuse. Tracy, can you stick around? Uh, I actually have a VIP meet and greet. Oh, excuse me. Excuse the wonderful me. contest that I won thanks to a fork on the road. So. All right, well, Aww. let's give them both a big hand. Thanks for coming Thank by, you. guys. Thank you for Thank being you so here. much, Lauren. Congratulations. <laughs> Great meeting you, too. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, transgenders and trans fats, step right up and see the most amazing kitchen helper since Mother's Chardonnay Sippy Cup. The super duper <laughs> blending smoothing. Whipping machine of the future. And it's here today. Well, not that. Cut, 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 cut. Vitamix is good, but it's not going to actually grind up the can. 
you, you have and to you like. Don't want plastic no, in no, there. you don't want. You have to take the stuff out of the bag <laughs> and do it. You, and okay. Make it. You're gonna drink this, not us. Oh, okay. Uh, we're gonna Should give I her hold a the second paper taste. Instead? Yes. Okay, yes. we got cranberries. Can I start over again. Sure. Yes, you have to start over. You got to do it right. All right, we have we have carrots, we have walnuts, we have cranberries. Take two. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, transgenders and trans fats, step right up and see the most amazing kitchen helper since Mommy's Chardonnay sippy cup, the super duper grinding, blending, smoothing, whipping machine of the future, and it's here today, Cleveland's very own Vitamix. What are you making? Whatever. Whatever's in it, it's delicious. And everything you can toss, drop, throw, cream, blend, chop, puree, or drizzle into this sturdy, durable container comes out tasting more fresh and delicious than it went in. Keep talking. Okay, I'm talking while this is going on. We need a thing to push it down. Oh, there you go. I'll hold this one for you. And what are you doing now? I am pushing this down so it can, like, uh, grind up, make this delicious drink. Oh, it's a shake. It's going to be a smoothie. Okay. Let's throw some of that in there. That looks delicious. Wait a minute. It might okay, need some so of this. Needs, yes. Yeah, because honey is going right to make here. all the difference. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's going to be very sweet. I think it looks like it needs that. <laughs> and I don't like pumpkin. You know, I think right. you got enough. I think I you got, got enough, enough, Susan. I think we're good. Okay. Oh, that looks good. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> okay, now here's, you're getting ready for your final... I'm going to have my sip. ...final uh, sentence of the commercial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mmm, <laughs> that's good trend. Well, Vitamixing. Vitamix for when all you want to do is drink. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> Thank you. That was great. Fantastic. I'm going to save that for the Bertman's man. Oh my God. I think we're going to take that. That is delicious. One second. Okay. Oh! Buddy oh! Velasco, oh, a different cake genius. <laughs> How are you, my friend? Good to see you. Good to see you. I was, I'm standing backstage and you're like, next is Natalie. I'm like, Natalie? I'm like, it's Buddy back there. <laughs> well, my my thing went a little late, so I'm a little late, but better That's late right. than never. How you guys doing? Thanks for joining us. Yes. Oh, we're excited to be here. So is this your first Fabulous Food Show? You've been here before, right? No, this is my first Fabulous Food Show in Cleveland. I've been to some other Fabulous Food Shows, but never like Cleveland, right? Uh, we were talking earlier about how Cleveland has gone from being kind of like a punchline to a real bona fide food city in America. Does that kind of jive with your experience? I definitely couldn't agree more. And listen, being from Jersey, we get plenty of jabs thrown at us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm with you, man. I'm with you, Cleveland, because we get it all the time, too. 
But you know what? It is jealous. That's the problem. That's what we say, right? Right. So I, I know you started very, very young in the bakery business and, and didn't really even want to be a baker originally, right? It just kind of your family. It was your family. Well, I always wanted to be a baker because my dad was my idol. But my dad never forced me. He said, you know, I want you to do what you love in life. And um, just fortunately enough, once I got my hands in the dough, no pun intended, <laughs> I, uh, I loved it. It came natural to me, and it was something that I, I really wanted to do. And your cakes are so wildly creative. Where does that inspiration well, come from? Well, the inspiration um, has changed over the years, of course. You know, now it comes from anything. I mean, I could look at fashion on a woman. Now that's why I'm looking at your dress. There you go. Yeah, and, sure. and you can pick up no, can no, you can pick up like little details and stuff. And like, you could say maybe I can make fondant drape down a cake that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at architecture. I look at nature. Nothing is nicer than like you looking at a floral arrangement and looking at the colors of Mother Nature put together or the full foliage. Oh, in this co- how do you make the color? Because this color does not appear in nature. No, 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 no. Well, you know, we, we got a couple tricks here and there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, you inspire from your surroundings, and you just kind of go with it. And now you are the cake boss. I'm I guessing. am. Oh, yay. Let's talk about that. Yeah, it took many years to get here, but I'm here. You are, you're at the pinnacle of the cake world. <laughs> what happens when you go to a restaurant? Top of the cake? Or <laughs> yeah. The little bride and groom? <laughs> What happens when you go to a restaurant and you have dinner? I'm guessing they're always... Do you always have right. to eat dessert everywhere you go? This is the funny thing. Well, look, first off, I don't know if you know, but I like to eat. Just saying. You can look <laughs> at me. you? Yeah. You never might, trust you a skinny chef. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. You never trust skinny chef or baker. Um, when I go to a restaurant, we order a bunch of food, and the chefs always want to say... Because, again, they want to send out an appetizer, a little something extra, whatever. Then you're stuffed. I mean, you eat like a pig, right? You, you ate all this appetizer, all this food, and you're like, all right, can I have the check, please? And you're like, oh, wait, the pastry chef is preparing dessert. Once you hear that, ding, 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 the alarms are going off because then they come out with the whole menu oh, that of desserts. That is so evil. And you well, have to be polite, right? You have to not, eat. not only that, then How the do pastry... You pick? No, 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 no. They lay them out on the table... They give you a fork, and the pastry chef stands there like this, oh. and is like, taste everyone. Oh. And you don't want to be insulting. You're like, You're okay. right. You're right. You have to taste everyone. You know? And, and my wife's like, oh, no, no, you eat it. I'm like, okay. And then I wind <laughs> up eating them, and then they're delicious. And then, you know, then I really get in the car, and I got to unbutton my top button, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. You know, we've all so been there good. before. We've yeah. all been there before. Now, I'm sure you taste a lot of delicious things when you're being pestered yeah, actually, with pastry. Yeah, actually, last night I went to Lola, which uh-huh. was amazing. Oh, what'd you have? Oh, I had the um, pork chop. Mm. Well, we had many things, but the pork chop was off the hook. It was so tender. It was cooked to perfection. It had a great smoky flavor to it with the caramelized onions, and it had a little bit of uh, heat to it. The jalapenos, it was mm, so good. And how many desserts did you have? The whole menu. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, actually, do you well, love- Michael, Michael, Michael's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, my pastry chef is a genius. He's like, you got to go there. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go, you know. So we go, we sit down, and, and again, I, wa- I was going to order dessert, 
and they were like, no, 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 we're going to send it out. And then, boom, the whole table came. And I was like, okay, As a let's chef, do it. Don't you love it when people say, I want one of everything? I, of course, if, if it's my restaurant. <laughs> it's my I got restaurant. mortgage payments. Hey, Absolutely. I got four kids to put through school, you know? <laughs> As I told the blackjack dealer last night, we went to the casino after, and she was dealing a bad shoe, and I said, I got four kids to put through school. Come on. I got mouths to feed. <laughs> Have some mercy on me. What was your favorite dessert last night? Um, they had like a French toast. Like Oh, we had that last year. It was, yes, delicious. And it was delicious. Oh, the French and toast. The, the architecture around it with the sugar oh, thing on so, top. So, oh, so good. God. The French toast was off the hook. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Walking down, I don't know what the name of that street is there. Is it East 4th? 4th? 4th Street. 4th. I mean, just such a great vibe. So many restaurants and bars and... And honestly, um, last time I was in Cleveland, I was in and out. Being able to, like, go walk out a little bit last night was amazing, you know? And, and you're hearing a lot of, yeah, honestly. It really is a great food city. Uh, because you travel so much, I'm sure you go to some cities that aren't great food cities. So when, when, I'm, when you're in a restaurant and they lay out a bunch of desserts and you taste something that is just, like, monkey poo. I lied. Well, what's your go-to lie? Ah, uh, oh, this, this this is great. This, this is good. This it's is awesome. a dessert. Do you want to take it to go? No, no, no. I'm going to be traveling <laughs> on a plane. Yeah. No, no. I don't want to eat anymore. I'm stuffed. You know, <laughs> trying to watch my figure, my boyish figure. There's a lot of excuses, but um, I don't have the heart to tell someone that it's horrible. Like, no, I'll, no I'll, should you? If, yeah, if, I'm, in, if I'm in an honest competition, like where I'm judging. Then I'm honest. But, but they, they, that's what they're expecting. You know, because you, you got to be honest when you're judging. But if somebody brings me something, and even if I don't like it... And their gra- it's their yeah. grandmother's recipe. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, even, like, I don't go and write reviews about places or, you know, like, what's, uh, it, it's just, it's, if you're not happy with someone, just don't go there again. I mean, uh, what? Why, uh, what are we going to go waste go time back, yeah. and what go bad What is the craziest them and, thing that someone has asked you to eat? Oh, my God. I uh, don't know about that. I don't even know what's in it. We just did a little Vitamix commercial here. If you feel like it, you could take a sip. If not, I won't blame you. Don't blame me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I've eaten things But it's things very well from, blended. I've eaten things. I mean, the one time, the craziest thing is probably Cabuzel. And, and it's uh, uh, it sounds like a cousin. In Italian, it's the capo is the head uh, of the of the lamb. So it's a lamb's head, oh. and they do. And I mean, the old timers like my father, grandpa, they used to love them. They used to make them, eat them, rip the brains out, the eyes, the whole thing. I remember back then, you know, they didn't have as much food as we have today, so they would eat it, right? And um, that that was the craziest thing I've probably ever been. Because it's scary. You see the thing, you're like, oh, my Did God. Did you eat the brain? I didn't touch it. Oh. I was asked to. He said, what was the crazy thing you were asked to? <laughs> you know, I, I, I've eaten turtle. I've eaten alligator. I've eaten frog legs. I've eaten... Um, I've what eaten are those a, uh, hangers? Oh, yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters. You ever have those? I've eaten oysters. What's a Rocky... They're yeah. delicious. They're oh. deep-fried calf testicles. Oh, no, no, no. All right, yeah. 
I bet they have a how lot of hungry, How hungry do you have to be to eat that stuff? That's my And goal. who was the first person it, who it, thought it's of funny, it? It's funny. It's funny because they say, like, if I'm ever on Naked and Afraid, would you, would you eat it? Like, you're, 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 you know, you got nothing else to eat. You need in 17 days. You put those in front of you. You eating them? I would take them off the calf first. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the scary thing is, if you haven't eaten 17 days, you're like, that's the best damn thing I've ever ate in my life. I think that's where they come from originally. You know, yeah. back in the 1800s, if you were really hungry and you're a cowboy and you're in the middle of nowhere, you're going to eat it. They yeah. ate everything else. They had that leftover and they said, hmm. Let's fry them up. Yeah. Luckily, that is not your business. You are the cake boss. Everything you make is delicious. I know you got to go, so thank you for coming by. Thank you guys so much. Buddy Velastro, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, buddy. Goodbye, Cleveland. We love you. Woohoo! Thank you. Buddy Velastro, ladies and gentlemen. Our next guest made the pig cake that was out in the uh, East Lobby. She's an incredible artist turned baker from Austin, Texas. Please welcome Natalie Sidesurf. Woohoo, Natalie! There she is. Oh. Wow! Come on down. That's fantastic. Right over here. How are you? Grab a seat. I'm great. I brought a friend. Wow, that looks wow. incredible. Now this is an actual. This is an actual edible cake. It is LeBron's actual head. I know, but is it edible? Is <laughs> no, it... yeah, yeah, it's a cake. I really wish you could see this up close. Uh, if you haven't seen the pig outside, you have to take a look at this up close. The, wow. the beard, that's like a five o'clock shadow. There's the, the ridges right here on the forehead. Oh my God, is that hair in the ear? <laughs> it's very, very, very authentic. Look at the back of the that head. That is amazing. Thank you so much. So you began as an artist, uh, 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 like a sculptress insane. or a painter. How did you, what, what, what's your training? Well, I've always been really involved with art, but um, I went to Ohio State and I... <laughs> Let's put it right over here so it doesn't cover you. Um, at Ohio State, I studied fine art. I did a lot of painting, um, quite a bit of sculpture. Uh, after I graduated, I, you know, started, well friends suggested, why don't you try to sculpt with a cake? And I was like, that's a great idea. I want to treat cake just like I would any other traditional art materials and media, um, like clay or plaster. And um, yeah, so I started doing cakes and I got really, really into it. And We can see that. <laughs> How do you shape that and still keep it edible? It's I mean, actually... That whole um, thing, you could eat it, period. And what do you eat first? You eat I always go the first. top of the head. The ear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the but you can, the head. you can really, I mean, you want to bite the nose off, that's fine. It's up to you. Get creative. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just, first of all, just as a piece of art, it's that so is. accurate and lifelike. How do you build it so it doesn't all go shkomushu when it gets hot? Ooh. Well, I use um, modeling chocolate, which is um, model, it's modeling mm. chocolate? Yes. Which is ironic because real models won't touch chocolate. <laughs> I use a, it, the modeling chocolate is really, really awesome to sculpt with. It blends a lot of uh, the seams. So when you put, if you have a flat surface, you want to add a nose, use modeling chocolate um, and put it on and you can blend the two pieces together. Um, I, wa- I don't want to say it's easy to work with, but it's easier than maybe using other things like fondant or icing and things like that. Wow. Um, but yeah, I build up the face with modeling chocolate and uh, it, it kind of hardens as it sits. Not too hard, but... And are, are there other people that do this same kind of stuff? I've never seen anything this photorealistic before. You've kind of carved out your own niche. 
Yeah, when I first made, I made a Willie Nelson bust um, when I first started doing cake. So did the IRS. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of jokes. So uh, it went up on the internet and it was number one on Reddit. So we got a lot of attention, a lot of baked jokes. Well, I know it's baked. But yeah, I, uh, I wanted to do a bust of a person. And I tried to find cakes, uh, other cake busts online and, or anywhere, really. I couldn't find any at the time. You can find cake busts now, but at the time I couldn't find any. So instead I referenced, um, you know, fine art like renaissance sculptures things like that and i kind of uh use their techniques and And by looking at this what is in there i mean is there like one of those plastic heads what's in there (laughs) so you i have a pvc pipe Uh um, and then you have a platform yeah it's pretty heavy um you have a platform under the chin and it's uh around the head and that helps hold up the cake so then layer the cakes from there just here one platform yes and that's it Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> wow. This I built up with chocolate, so it could kind of hang down. So I can just bite it. Yeah. You has LeBron, <laughs> has LeBron <laughs> seen this? Um, actually, somebody had taken a picture of it with me, and he's like, I'm going to text LeBron right now and show it to him. And I was like, do you know LeBron? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Yeah, I know him. So I was like, oh, wait. Cool. That is amazing. Do you teach classes? You're, you're from Austin, right? Yes. Do you teach classes, or you just make cakes? I teach classes. Um, I'm traveling a bit. I'm going. I'm setting them all up for next year, 2016. I'm going to try to get one uh, together in Cleveland. I I'm going to also go to Europe. I have one set up in Ireland. I'm going to try to kind of do a little tour over there as well. Wow. So if if somebody wanted to, <laughs> if somebody wanted to um, make something like this. I mean, how do you teach them? Do you teach them how to carve it out? Is it more important to be an artist or a baker? I just don't even see how that is done. Uh, You have to have have some artistic uh, abilities. Um, I I don't think that I could teach it to anyone, but the people taking my class are interested uh, in art to begin with, typically. Uh So um, I just have a bunch of techniques that I've learned, materials I use that I've learned. Um, You know, I want to share those secrets that I would have appreciated knowing when I started, because there was a lot of trial and error. That's wonderful that you're giving back. I can't draw any or much less build one out of chocolate. <laughs> I mean, can we, can we, are you using this the rest of the day or can we actually eat this? We cannot eat this right now. Okay. I'm sorry. Yep. I have a few more things tomorrow I have to do with it. Well, that's gorgeous. <laughs> Thank and, you. And the pig outside, if you haven't seen it, folks, in the East Lobby. You that, have to see it. It's incredible. It's, what does it weigh? It's enormous. That's a good question. I'm not sure, but it took, uh, Four men to carry it, and it was very awkward because it's a bit top heavy. Um, I really wish I knew how much. I know it's a lot. Can I say a lot? <laughs> and did you did you make it in Austin and ship it here, or did you make it here? I made it here. So I've been here a little over a week working on it from start to finish. Yeah, the shipping thing would scare me. Yeah, I've tried to ship cakes. It doesn't work that well. Um, but I mean, how do you ship that? Uh, you can't. You oh can't. yeah, the, yeah. It's I would ginormous. be just really. You can't. For people that want to find you and hire you, do you, you do commissions? Do you make cakes for people? You must, right? Yeah, I do. How do um, they do that? How do they find you? Um, if you go to sidesurfcakes.com, I have request a quote. A lot of times I'll get asked to do maybe a wedding in New York, and I go out on site, and I do it there, and then I can provide the cake that way. Uh-huh. So if people you, out of state want something, I Are you married that. yourself? Yes, I am. 
Did you make your own wedding cake? I did. Was it just a nice round cake with a nice cute couple on top? <laughs> of course not. What was it? It was our severed heads, my husband and my severed heads. Just your heads? So let me explain, though, because uh, we were married around Halloween. Um, we were married at the Alamo Draft House, which is a really neat movie theater. Um, and my husband loves some B-horror movies, the really gory stuff. So since I like sculpting faces so much, I thought, why don't I make us like a Halloween prop? Why don't I make us kind of like we're in the movie? Uh, so, yeah, that's how I came up with the idea. And it was our heads uh, sitting. Uh, it's not for everyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it is unique, and people do love talking about it. Now, whether they love it or hate it, it's, everybody's a little different. But um, it was perfect for us. We, we even cut into it, you know, cut the cake. We did it like psycho style <laughs> with a butcher knife. Well, We're going to need pictures of that. You're an incredibly, incredibly talented artist. Say your website again so people can find you. It's sidesurfcakes.com. And it's S-E-R-F? Yes, it is. It's with an E and not a U. It's on here. I also have shirts in the bookstore, if anybody's interested in that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming by and sharing your art cake with us. It's fantastic. Thanks for having it me. Big hand for Natalie Sidesurf, ladies and gentlemen. LeBron James! Have you ever thought about a world without mustard? No. Have you ever thought about a hamburger without mustard? No. And what would the world be without Bertman's mustard? <laughs> it would be terrible. Since 1925, Bertman's has been a tradition Clevelanders, Clevelanders have used on everything. At it, at, on everything. Did I say on everything? On everything. Yeah. At Indians baseball games for over 50 years, you can't find a hot dog without Bertman's mustard. Our products are in the Continent Hall of Fame, including people, people say they can't keep their hands away from the horseradish sauce. People scream for ballpark mustard. People scream for ballpark mustard. And what kind of mustard is it? Bertman's! Our multiple award, Bertman's Original Great Lakes, don't monitor gold lager beer mustard, goes to people's heads. Michael Simons, my new best friend who's going to give me a free meal, says Bertman's mustard is the greatest mustard in the world. So when your wiener needs a little extra splurt, put some Bertman's mustard between your buns. That was great. Thank you so much. All right, folks. That about wraps up our show. Unfortunately, Mike isn't able to make it. Uh, Michael Simon is on the other stage doing, I think he's doing a signing or something. He Uh, is. But uh, uh, we want to thank uh, everyone for coming down. We want to thank you for coming down. And we want to thank the Fabulous Food Show for having us out here again with Fork on the Road. You have a fantastic city here, Cleveland, with fantastic food and a fantastic audience. Thanks so much. So until next time. Thank you so much. I'm Mark DiCarlo. And I'm Yenny Alvarez. And we'll see you on a fork Fork on the the road. road. Bye bye.